Welcome to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt. I'm here with the Gons. Gons, how have you been? I've been good, Matt. Um, I can tell from your voice that you're going through some of what I just got going on right now, which is uh, probably a start of a cold, hopefully nothing else. Um, But man, yeah, the kids have been getting sick. Wife's been sick. I'm getting sick. Uh, thankful for basketball, man, because at least at the end of the day, you can still put the game on tonight and watch something, right? 1000%. It's like, it's one of the reasons we haven't recorded, honestly. It's just, I've been sick. And then, like, we've all just been randomly sick. I know or my kids have been sick. I think your kids have been sick. So it's just this vicious circle that's been going on, going around since end of December. Whether I'm still not even sounding great, but you know, I'm trying to get, get one out today, and hopefully you're starting something. Hopefully we'll all get through it. But yeah, just been crazy last couple months. It's not even counting COVID, just this random cold and flu that's been going yeah, around. Exactly, and they said this would happen because nobody has antibodies. So I'm assuming it's just the normal cold that's kicking everyone's butt. One thousand percent. We're at the halfway point. In the NBA season now, each team has roughly played, what, like 6, 50, 51 games. So we're, all, we're a little bit more than halfway through the season. And the all-star uh, starters were announced by the NBA um, this past week. There was a little bit of controversy there. So let's go over the all-star starters, Gons. It's a you know a snapshot of the best, potentially the best, best 10 players the first half of the season but again we'll get your opinion on that one um let's start off with the western conference the number one vote getter um in the all-star game in utah this season was lebron james um if, uh, joining him in the front court is nikola Jokic of the denver nuggets and surprisingly zion williamson by the new orleans pelicans in the backcourt it's steph curry and luka Doncic from the dallas mavericks on, in the East Coast, the second highest vote getter was Giannis and Tidakumpo, uh, joined in the front court by Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum. There could be a potential snub there. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, rounding out in the guards, it's Kyrie Irving was the number one vote getter, um, voted number one by the fans, and also Donovan Mitchell. So it was a little bit different than in years past. Um, in years past, it was strictly fan voting. Um, this year, it was a combination of fan voting, player rank, and media rank. So players got to vote on this. They had uh, 25% of the vote. The media had 25% of the vote. And the fans ultimately had 50% of the vote. So I you know some of the fans voted in, like Anthony Davis, to take Zion Williamson's spot. But uh, according to the players and according to the media, Zion was able to take that, that spot. So let's start off with the Western Conference Gons. What do you think of these top five um, all-star starters. I mean, okay, LeBron, 100%. Steph's kind of hurt, and he's not playing right now, or is he back? He's back. I mean, it's Steph Curry. He's like a world phenom. He's always going to be there. Luka, I mean, I don't I don't see anything wrong with this, and I do, I, I do agree with Zion being there over AD. AD hasn't played enough <clears throat> with injuries, um, even though he had a really good stint there, so I got no problem with it, man. Um, do you see something that someone? Do you see something that I'm missing on the West? Zion's also been injured, so like there's a team that is currently sitting third in the Western Conference. 
um, that could potentially be that snub that people were talking about. Do you know the player I'm thinking of? All I need to know is the team, and I can figure it out. Um, okay. Or position. Give me the position. It's a forward. Uh, I'm without looking at my phone. Anthony Edwards. No, nah, it was unfortunately the third, the team in third place in West in the Western Conference is the Sacramento Kings. Demontis Sabonis in the media ranks oh. third. Yeah, so Demontis Sabonis has been having a great season up in Sacramento. They're they're crazy that they're third seeded. We'll talk about that a little bit later too. But they're in the third, third, third. Um, with also potentially Laurie Markkinen being another forward that was snubbed over over Zion because that first part of the season, you know, the, the Jazz were legitimate. Now they're kind of falling back in that mid Midwest sort of deal. But he was also another te- a person that could have been in there. So do you see maybe Laurie Markkinen or DeMontis Sabonis over Zion Williamson? I'm biased, man. I've seen Zion play a couple times this year because I always – I don't know what it is about the Pelicans. They feel I feel like with um with McCullum and and I just like their team. So <clears throat> seeing Zion bring the ball up as a point guard and then play like a forward, and I've seen him. I don't know, man. I just think he's better. No, one thousand percent too. Like it's it's the All Star starters too. It's not like the All Star game where these guys are going to get snubbed. They're going to get in. So it's really just about who do you want to see first. Right, who are the first five guys taking in that draft, which we'll go over in a second too. But yeah, um, they'll get in. It's just the all-star starters. And you're right, Zion is most likely more entertaining. He'll get in. Oh, 100%. Oh my gosh. That that dunk against the Suns might be my most favorite dunk of the season. That you know, it was completely disrespectful still. Um, slander, all, all the slander to the Suns and the Devin Booker. They've been sliding with him out. But yeah, that was a great dunk. Um, as far as guards, I mean, with Steph Curry being hurt, maybe DC John Morant with them being second in the West, maybe taking over his spot. I love me some John Morant, but I think I, I Steph Curry is like legendary. He's a LeBron. They're, they're, no one's going to stub him as long as they're, they're going to be starters, Matt, as long as they're in the NBA. Sucks for Morant, like it does, but that's 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 just facts. Like, do you think they should like? I, I guess when it comes to the All Star game, when it comes to the starters, should they really like? I, I can't I can't imagine John Morant with the top two seed in the West not being, you know, in the in the starters because he's one of the top five players in the West right now. Um, I, I could definitely see him over Zion, especially just for the starters. Do you think they should change this in the future or look at changing it maybe? Or I haven't heard anything about this, any word of them changing anything um, as far as getting the maybe the best five players instead of front court, back court. I, I think at the end of the day, they want that MVP. And you know who wants it because they try hard. And I don't think Steph Curry is going to be like, I want minutes. So I don't really see it being an issue, um, especially now with Morant. Morant's going to play more than Steph. <clears throat> Morat make it the MVP. So I, I really don't think it's a it's a big deal like they painted to be about who the starters are. I think there's more fun in who goes to what team, you know, versus oh, this guy wasn't a starter. Um, you know, now now snubs, I I, I where that comes in is like if someone doesn't make the team that deserves it, um, you know, like that's that's something that should be talked about. That might be the next podcast or next two podcasts for sure. We'll t- we'll definitely talk about all star snubs when that um, becomes available when they actually pick the team. I believe it's going to be in a couple weeks or next week or so. So we'll we'll pod again then. Uh, let's move on to the Eastern Conference. 
Yeah, there was a log jam in the East with Tatum, Durant, and Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Just kind of log jamming that that whole uh, front court. Only three spots were available, and Joel Embiid was the odd man out. So as far as what they what the fans chose, what the media chose, what the players chose, do you agree with that, or would you have put Embiid in over somebody else? Like, if he was there, I don't think it would be a thing. But if he's not there, I mean, Mitchell deserves to be there, 100%. He's having an, an, an incredible season, right? Tatum's balling out. They need a point guard. I mean, KD is KD and Giannis is Giannis. It's one of those things. It's all. It's almost comparable to, like, the Morant thing, right? But I think Embiid's almost a little bit more of a star because he's been in the league longer. But I think the, he's just going to be victim to not maybe being a starter as long as, you know, Kevin Durant and uh, Antic- <clears throat> Giannis is, are there. I just I don't see it happening. It's crazy, though, right? There was just, You can't take Tatum out because he's on the first place team in the East and he's been doing so well. You can't take... Giannis out. Giannis, yes, he's been maybe going down, but he's the, he was the second highest vote getter. Of course, he was going to get in. And then you had you had Durant. Durant's been was carrying that that Brooklyn team, as you can see with Brooklyn now. Although they're makes, doing really well without him right now. They were. They did. I think they lost four or five in a row when he once he got out. So they're kind of riding the ship. Um, t- uh, Irving is kind of doing what he what he can. So also Kyrie Irving too. Kyrie Irving was number one. With the fans, number one with the players, but only fourth in media, uh, media vote because you know the whole media thing and Kev and Kyrie Irving did not mesh this uh, this at the beginning of the season. So you have Kyrie Irving and Donovan Mitchell in the backcourt. Um, potential snubs you're looking at a Jalen Brown, James Harden, or even Tyrese Halliburton, who's having the the Pacer the Pacers started the the year off well, but they've been falling off as well. So as far as those three players, Jalen Brown, um, Harden, or maybe Tyrese Halliburton, do you see any of those guys going above Kyrie Irving or Donovan Mitchell? I just don't think Harden's an, a starter anymore. I know he's doing a lot of assists, and he's a real good for chemistry, and he works great with Embiid. That experiment's working out. Um, I like Halliburton a lot. Um, I see him find them like finding men that are open, like making the right decision. Like that guy's like a tr- I want to say he's a true point guard. I don't think he's there yet, so I'm not. And then your last person was um, the last person was Jalen Brown. He's not a point guard. He's a two. Well, no, it's not. It's it's guards. It's not point guard. Yeah, but so you're just I getting the best Brown. two guards. Yeah. I love Jalen Brown, so yeah. Sure. I mean, I I vote like as far as my 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 vote when I put it in for NBA.com, it was it was Jalen Brown and Donovan Mitchell, honestly. Um, but yeah, I I understand Kyrie Irving is still fairly popular with the fans and I guess players too because he has that you know complete bag um, over like a John Morant. I think I forgot who said. That. I think it was C.J. McCollum who recently said that. I, I could be wrong. But it was easier to guard John Morant over Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving had a bigger bag. Like that, that was I, I thought that was interesting, which is which, which is true. Just defensively, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so those were the All Star starters. Um, they'll be picking the All Star reserves, and I think we'll get into that how the All Star game is going to be drafted, which is 
going to be different than in years past. In years past, you know, you had Giannis or LeBron and whomever, LeBron and KD. LeBron and Curry, LeBron and Giannis kind of picked their teams with the inside the NBA guys beforehand, but they're actually going to be doing it bef- just before the game starts. So that's going to be interesting. I guess kind of like, a you know, like in pickup ball or... Yeah, um, it's going to add drama for sure. 100%, it's, it's right? It's going to make it good. I'm, it's going to make it much better. I, I like the move here. No, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's going to be different. We'll, we'll talk about that more when we talk about the All-Star game snubs and get into that. So let's talk about, like I said, we're about 50, 51, 52 games into the NBA season. Um, let's start off with the Western Conference as far as we're going to look at the teams. In the, I, I call it, you know things that are mid. Um, things that are right in the middle. They're not they're just mediocre. We have a lot of teams in this mid, quote unquote, Midwest. The number four to number 13 seed. So the number four seed currently is the New Orleans Pelicans, um, sitting three games above 500. And the Lakers, who are at 13th, are three games under 500. So it's only a six game difference between the fourth seed and the 13th seed. So the Lakers, once they have um, AD back and they, they just traded for Rui Hachimura, which we'll get into in a little bit later, they have a shot to you know go on a run, maybe get a top four seed in the Western Conference. So I'm going to play this. We're going to play this game as far as looking at all those mid tier level teams. And should they be looking to buy in this um, trade, uh, trade market or trade deadline that's coming up here? First week of February, are looking to sell, like, or are they looking to buy players, or looking to sell off their 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 um their players to get worse and potentially get a top ten pick in this upcoming draft? So let's kind of go down. Let's go. Let's start from the bottom and go up. Um, let's start with the Western Conference, the Los Angeles Lakers. I guess we'll get that into them a little bit later. So we'll skip the Lakers for now. Let's move to the Portland Trail Blazers, sitting at twenty three and twenty five. Um, they just got a fifty piece. Um, from from Dame Lillard, but they did lose the Lakers pretty badly um, recently. So, what Gons? What do you think about the Portland Trail Blazers? Should they? I'm a sell, man. I don't. I don't think they have enough. Um, and I think they have a young core. Although Damian Lillard is aging, which there's there's something you got to do about that. Um, I do like Anthony Simons, and I like some of their other pieces. It's not enough to win a chip. Why not add another young piece, another another young piece to that young core? Um, so I say sell. I agree with you too. They really should be selling harder than they are right now. Like I, once they lost that Laker game, like you could have Dame Lillard, you could have Jeremy Grant, but Anthony Simons needs to have the ball more. And Shadon Sharp is crazy, crazy athletic. I think I think he'll be in the dunk contest. So I agree with you. Sell that. Let's get some top ten picks. Let's get you know I mean you might not get Wen Binyama or Scoot Henderson's, but you'll get um, a a better shot at some contending for the future. Like I said, I put in Twitter. I also sent this to a few friends of mine. Like Westbrook and the two picks for Damian Lillard. Like if you're the Blazers, you get to get off the Lillard contract and get two picks in the future. But that's that's that that's just me. Let's move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder sitting at twenty three and twenty five. Honestly, I thought they were a little bit better than this, than this record, but here they are sitting at 11th, 23 and 25. If you're the Thunder, what would you do? Buy or sell? The fact that I can't think of anyone on their roster except Shea Gil, Gil, Shea Alexander mm-hmm. makes, makes me think sell. Like, I mean, I know Dort's okay. I, I don't, these are just a bunch of young guys that uh, need another piece, dude. They're yeah. uh, sell yeah. for sure, 100%. Dort's good. Giddy's good. It's, Oh man, I wish they had 
Chet Holmgren this season. Unfortunately, he did get hurt before the season started. But yeah, they have a good young core, like you said. I oh man, I, they're they're another year away. They're another draft pick away. They really should sell here and not try to get into the playoffs yet. I think they need one more top twelve piece to really. Once they get Holmgren, another year of Shea. That team is going to be a top six team in the West, 100%. Book that guaranteed for next season. Moving on to the Utah Jazz. They're sitting at 25 and 26. Again, they fell off. They were the number one seed in the West there for a little bit, but they did fall off. Uh, Markinen, uh, Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, just kind of showing how that Rudy Gobert trade was just a drastic mistake for the Timberwolves, which we'll get to secondly. Gons, what do you want? They're sitting at 10th at 26, 25 and 26. Buy or sell? I think they have enough veterans and enough star power, and I think they're deep. They're missing. They got they got all the pieces. Um, I I say bye. I, th- I think they can make a run, especially the way they did in the beginning of the season, the way marketing's playing. I say go for it. Why not? The West is open. This is this is a team that I think, you know, anything could happen with them. So I say I say uh, bye. Moving up to the, it's crazy how close they are, but we're seeing how disappointed everyone is in the Minnesota Timberwolves. They traded a bunch of picks, Walker Kessler, um, some other pieces as well uh, for Rudy Gobert. Not an all-star this season. I don't think he'll ever be an all-star again. Um, defensively, he's still doing okay, but meshing with a Carl Anthony Towns who's, Towns who's out and then... Edwards Edwards is finding his footing now, but they're sitting at 25 and 25 ninth in the West buy or sell with the Timberwolves. I say with the bust of Gobert, imagine adding a top prospect to that team will be impactful. So I say sell. Right. Just, uh, they, I think they should get rid of D'Lo. Does D, if, if it didn't work for D'Lo here, I don't know what's going to, where it's going to work for D'Lo. So yeah, I kind of agree with you. It's man, I I don't see them. Once even if they make the playoffs with Gobert, I don't see them really doing anything. So if they're at twenty five and twenty five right now, thirty thirty some odd games to go, I would kind of tank this out the rest of the season if I were the Timberwolves. Because oh boy, that trade. But they're not going to because they traded for Gobert. They have to try to make an impact. But you know that's just how it is. Sitting at um, the eighth spot, that twenty four and twenty four is the Golden State Warriors. Gone's. Oh, we went back and forth with them um, this season and last season. Gons, now that they're sitting at 500 after 48 games, buy or sell with the Warriors. Oh, man, they're dangerous. I don't care what the record is. They've had some injury. It's like having LeBron James, right? You're going to buy every time. So with Steph Curry, um, with Clay coming back, with Poole, just too much. So definitely buy, no question. This is another fun one. Sitting at 7th, also at 25 and 25, are the Phoenix Suns. We had mentioned them a little bit earlier. Uh, they're still missing Devin Booker. They went on a little bit of a slide. I believe a you know eight-plus eight game slide there and slid to, you know I think it was 10 or was, was 20 at 23. Now they're sitting at 20 and 25 after putting stringing together a few wins. With DeAndre Aiden not happy there, oh man, Chris Paul still looking a little bit older. They got Cam Johnson back, and Jay Crowder still looking to get traded. Who knows if that's going to happen? What do you, what do you do if you're the Suns? Gone, buy or sell? I sell, and I get rid of everyone. I get rid of I get Crowder, Aiden, um, get draft picks, and I I start the rebuild here with Devin. He's still young enough. 
Um, Aiton's not happy. Crowder is going to want to compete for a playoff position. Chris Paul, dude, don't keep him on a team that's not going to do anything. He can be a difference maker for someone. Um, I think if I'm the Suns, you know, I uh, I, I definitely sell um, a lot of my pieces and I get a lot of draft picks. I keep the young core. I keep Cam Johnson. I keep Booker. Um, campaign, he's still young. I keep him. But let everyone else go. I mean, if you're the Suns and you have a new owner coming in, uh, I, I just hope that Danny Ainge just doesn't try to do some weird trade with him. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're the Suns, I kind of wanted to, I would disagree with you just because, oh, once Booker comes back, everything will be fine. We just kind of have to retool around, oh, once we have Devin Booker, we were a top four team in the West. I want I, I I honestly agree with you, but that's I, I don't think the Suns will do that, but I do agree with you. They really should blow it up and look to get a draft pick for this upcoming draft. Um the next in line are sitting at the sixth seed now, twenty six and twenty four, the Dallas Mavericks. Luca did get injured the other night, but you know, um it's still Luca, but his team around him is potentially pretty mid. Um didn't what he did come and score a lot on the Suns the other night. And so they didn't quite need him to beat the Suns, but they always be, they've been beating the Suns pretty regularly now. So what do you do if you're the if you're the Dallas Mavericks sitting at twenty six and twenty four, buy or sell? Man, I think anyone that's six on, you're 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 right in it. You and the West is too wide open to to sell. Um, so every I mean the Mavs, the Clippers, or you're all right there. There's no clear indicated winner here that's going to be like oh they're going to win the chip so um yeah definitely say you know you're gonna uh buy if you're the Mavs buy if you're the Clippers buy if you're the Pelicans um and then of course the top three you're gonna buy why would you sell you know what I mean um I do think the 7, 8, 9, 10 though do need to think about really what they want to do and then 11, 12 like we talked about but for sure I say buy Let's move to the Eastern Conference. There's less teams here. Uh, once you get to the Miami Heat at six, even the Knicks at seven, they're sitting. The Knicks are sitting at 27 and 23. They might be looking to buy another piece around Randall and around Jalen Brunson. So let's start with the teams below that. Um, the Magic and the Hornets and the Pistons—they're already bottom. They're going to be fighting for that one Binyama Scoot Henderson spot. So let's move up to the Toronto Raptors, sitting at 22 and 27. Uh, at last podcast, I picked them to come up. During when they were 500, they went the other way. The chemistry just looks off on this team. Um, there's potential Gary Trent, Fred Van Vliet, you know, discussions to the Lakers with Fred Van Vliet signing with Clutch. Who knows what will happen? Gons, if you're the Toronto Raptors, try to do you try to write the ship, buy another trade piece, or sell everybody off? I mean, I don't think they have enough to win a chip. If they can start tanking, I would tank right away and try to get a better piece. Um, because they're just good enough that that piece would make a difference. Um, so I would say sell. The next team is very interesting because just like three weeks ago, you would have said sell like easily. You could have gotten a good haul for a Caruso. Um, there were rumors about Caruso going to the to the Warriors or how much can you get for Zach Levine? I guess I'll ask that question a little bit later too when we come back to the Lakers. But the Chicago Bulls sitting at 22 and 26, 11th in the East. Do you buy or, the, or do you sell? I'm a fan of the Bulls. I think they got enough pieces to win. I think um, 
they just got to figure it out. So I'm going to say bye. Look to find that missing piece or trade Levine for your missing piece. But, I mean, you got Lonzo, you got DeRozan, Lucevic, um, you know, Drummond, solid piece off the bench. You got Caruso, who we love, Kobe White. I love their team, man. Derek Jones. I. But what 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 was it this season though? Compared to last last season, they started off so well. They were the number one seed for a while, and then kind of dropped off once Lonzo Ball and Caruso got injured. Uh, is it just missing Lonzo Ball this season is why they're kind of a lower mid team? I want to say so because Billy Donovan's a good coach. Maybe they just don't have a point guard. I know DeRozan's been bad a couple games. And last year, he was pretty clutch throughout this time. He was making game winners. So there could be something going on with DeRozan. You know, he has a depression or a mental sickness. I don't know, but I think they can figure it out to, to turn it around. Let's move up to the next team sitting at 10th. The Kyle Kuzma's Washington Wizards are sitting at 22 and 25. Uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis is hurt. Um, well, he could be. I, I believe he went, He came back the last game. Uh, Bradley Beal is back. Kyle Kuzma has been killing it, and they just traded Rui Hachimura to the Lakers for Kendrick Nunn and three first-round picks. Gons, if you're the Wizards, do you, you know, you're sitting at 10th. Do you try to buy and try to advance or sell and try to tank? Get someone on that rookie contract, baby. Go for the draft pick. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. Add someone with Beal and Kuzma and Przingis. You got a good squad. Sell. The next team in line, the team that did well, I would guess mirrored the the Kings, but then they're kind of they they've been faltering now. They're sitting below five hundred at twenty four and twenty five. Are the Indiana Pacers? Oh, that Miles Turner Buddy Heel trade is probably still on the table for the Lakers, but I don't know if you're Indiana, you still have Tyrese Halliburton. What do you do if if you're the Pacers buy or sell? I'm only saying this because I watched them play against the Lakers. I think. They're one of those teams that can win on any given night. If you could add some pieces, I would buy her and go for it. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, with Miles Turner, he's a very valuable piece. He's been balling out this season. Same thing with they have the net, they have Nemhard, um, and then Benedict Matherin, who's been killing it off the bench for them. They, they have pieces, um, but they've just been falling off. They've been losing the last few last few weeks or so. But yeah, okay, I can see them buying and trying to make something out of the Eastern Conference for sure. Um, sitting in, in the eighth spot right now is where we'll end it for the East. Is the Atlanta Hawks sitting at twenty five and twenty four? What do you do for the Hawks? There could be dis- dysfunction with Trey Young. Um, they're far from that team that made the Eastern Conference Finals two seasons ago. Gons, what would you do, buy or sell? Too much star power with DeWante Murray, Young, Bodon. They just got to turn it around, man. I don't. You have a client like Trey Young. I don't. Um, I buy here. I, I again, I don't respect the East. I don't think they got much, even though they got better. So I think these teams, if they were on the West, I would say sell. But because they're on the East, I'm going to say buy. Same with the Pacers. All right, let's end the podcast with the team that we're following a little more closely than these other teams, the Los Angeles Lakers. They just added Rui Hachimura from the Washington Wizards, like we just said, um, for three first-round picks in Tendrick Dunn. Uh, Gons, what were, your, what were your thoughts? After seeing Rui that first game against the Spurs here the other day, what are your thoughts on acquiring him for Kendrick Dunn and three first-round picks? Hachimura was traded for two second-round picks, correct, and Kendrick Nunn? Three second round picks. Well, two second round picks, one pick swap for Kendrick Nunn. 
Uh, for, and Kendrick Nunn for Rui Hachimura. I think he's a solid piece, and he is gonna be um, he's gonna be trade bait in the next trade that we're gonna see in the next five days. You think they're gonna retrade him? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. I haven't heard that. What what are what what are you thinking? What has Gon's been hearing, or what have you been thinking about? I heard it from not Woj, not a not a Woj, but who's the other guy in ESPN? Um, Brian Windhorst. Yes, I heard it from him. Okay, um, but what it makes sense. It makes sense. It's saying, "Hey, this guy's a solid trade piece. Let's let's get him." I think his contract expires next year. Am I right? Yeah, he has a team option next year. Yeah, oh, so I'm you, sorry, player option next year. Yeah, you pair him with another player who has value, like Lonnie Walker. That's what um Windhorst said, and you may be able to get something. Um, now do you include Westbrook? Maybe, maybe not, but are those three pieces enough? Maybe. I mean, if you, if you're going to, if you're going to get a, a big, who can shoot threes at like 50% and you get Lonnie Walker who's an up and coming star and you get an expiring Westbrook contact contract, like, I don't know. I mean, like, could the Lakers get Dame Lillard for that? I mean, maybe, maybe Portland mm. would do that. I don't know. Now, Dame Lillard, if, if you're if you're trying to trade Dame Lillard, you have to get a star back or at least get multiple I just, first round I mean, picks. I use Dame Lillard, but, you know, maybe someone not as, you know, I let's take away Dame Lillard because he just had like a 50 piece the other day or a 60 piece. But um, I, I there's something happening for the Lakers. I, I, I And it's going to happen in the next seven days. I believe so. I don't believe you take this lineup into the playoffs. <clears throat> I believe something will happen. Do you trade the either of the twenty seven or twenty nine picks to get someone? Yes. Do you sac- Yes, hundred percent, Matt. And I'll tell you this: um, why I think something's going to happen is because this is the year for it to happen. On any other regular season, teams aren't going to want to lose as much for a draft class. This draft class is worth losing for. So you're going to get a player, a really good player on a on a bad team, and it's going to be a come up for the Lakers. And it's probably going to be someone in the East. I don't see it happening to someone in the West, um, but I don't know who will be. Like, I know you like that Indiana trade. I, I, I keep hearing about that trade. It's the Westbrook and two first, those two first round picks for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. Like with Indiana not doing as great as they were at the beginning of the season, do you look to maybe, I guess to say, is Heald and Turner worth those two first round picks now? We're not looking at you know back in the off season. Are they worth it now? I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I'm hoping not. I think they're trouble. I think. I think they're talented. They're having a good year. I just. I don't. I don't know if they mesh well with LeBron. I don't. Attitude wise. I pass. All right. Bojan Bogdanovic was also another name thrown out there. Uh, maybe a first-round pick, and you're looking at it like a Lonnie Walker, like you said, or Patrick Beverly no, to get Bojan no, Bogdanovic. No, 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 no. Not yet. He balled out against the Lakers. Don't get me wrong. He made us look like crap. But he doesn't do that every night. Well, I mean, it is another three-point shooter, another person with size. Like, it was just crazy then how... Hachim- then keep Hachimera or Toyota, whatever his name is, because he yeah. can shoot too. Yeah, he can shoot. And he, he did provide that size out there for sure. But if you're the yeah, Lakers... Yeah, you, you lose size with Bogdan- Bogdanovich. 
I think there's yeah, someone no, else that there's someone else in the play here. Well, okay. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Then now we'll get to it now. Russell Westbrook two first round picks for Zach Levine. Hell yeah, let's do it. Would you sacrifice your future for you know a yeah, Zach I mean, Levine? Levine's who's... what twenty nine, thirty? Mm, a little younger, but yeah. What? Is, yeah, is yeah. he a guy to to sacrifice those two picks for? Oh yeah, he's a baller. He's a hmm. baller. Okay, I I mean I don't know. I don't view Zach Levine as that high, um, but I, you do. So there, we, we kind of disagree. It's because just because he's a shooter again, defense has just always just been a thing for me with him. He's uber athletic, but then it's like you have the two offensive guys in DeRozan and and um. Well, why yeah. why is DeRozan off the table? You would you two would you do the fir- two first round picks for DeRozan? I love me L.A. Demar DeRozan, L.A. Two, native. Yeah, I mean, I heard uh, Jay, I heard James Harden, L.A. boy, flowing around too for some type of trade. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the value of those picks right now. Uh, also, I, I guess my other question would be: Would you want to put Westbrook with the way he's been playing right now? Not great, but he, we've, we've the Lakers have been through the whole Russell Westbrook experience the last few games. Would you be looking to trade him or? Yes. Looking to keep him now. Now you trade him because the value is as high as it's gonna be. He's true. garbage. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, yeah, I think we're we, we were both there um, in re- games recently, and we saw the whole Westbrook experience. If you're gonna trade him, you're right. You gotta do it right now. When his 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 value was really low during the off season, and now it's it's a little bit higher. He's a I think he's leading. Vote getter right now for a sixth man of the year, which is nuts. I think the media is just paying too much attention to the Lakers if he's sixth man of the year. Yeah, but, man. Trade him. Trade him while he's hot. All right. All right, Gons. Um, anything you want to hit on before we take off today? No, man. I think it's going to be interesting for the Lakers in the next seven days. I think something's going to happen um, as insurance for AD possibly in Hurtigan. So excited about that. And um, other than that, I'm, my throat's killing me. So I'm going to take some NyQuil and knock it out. Um, but yeah, it was a nice hoop, a nice talk of some hoops. So maybe in a couple of days, we get back on here and um, talk a little bit more about the All-Stars and who got snubbed. Um, will they have the f- full announcement? When are they announcing the bench players? The reserves will be announced in, on February 2nd. So that's going to be on um, next Thursday. So maybe we pod next Thursday night, and then we'll get a pod out next Friday, um, and then we'll record then next Monday night, uh, Thursday night. Sounds good, man. Cool. That will be it for us today. We'll look to pod next Thursday after the All Star reserves have been announced, so we can kind of go over the snubs of the season and go over some more things as well. Again, we apologize for the. For the delay between episodes, um, again, personal stuff. And again, like we had mentioned earlier in the pod, just sickness has been kind of hit everyone. It's been going around. Everyone stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Um, shout out to my cousin, Andrew, for listening to this. Um, love you, man. Um, we miss Jerry a lot. And um, thank you for listening. Um, love you guys. Love Trina. Love, big loves to the family up there. But yeah, just been thinking about him every day since uh, since then so yeah um personal strategies it's been crazy last year hopefully we have some more some 
sunshine in the future in this upcoming 2023 year. Um, yeah, the anniversary of Kobe's passing a few days ago as well, so or yesterday as well. So as we record here on uh, Thursday the 27th, I'm sorry, Friday the 27th, recording here on Friday the 27th. So yeah, um, it's been tough, but we will we'll work through it, record some more pods up through um, the All-Star game and try to get more consistent schedule as we get to the end of the season. Um, definitely been watching more games. It's 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 been fun. The 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 season has been very interesting because it's been a little more mid, like I'd mentioned earlier, um, than in previous seasons. But again, it's the talent's more spread out now, so it's not like we have the one you know ultimate mega team. It's just these all these teams with all these really good players kind of spread around, and the offense is up too. So every every team's averaging over one ten. So it's not like it's not entertaining. Um, just maybe the lack of defense, but again, it's, I guess another thing we we can get into next podcast is the whole rest management issue. Um, but we ran out of time today. We'll try to get hit, hit that up next time. So, um, hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week and have a great weekend.